Thank you for listening to Drive Time Devotionals. I'm the host, Bill Simpson, and my sole purpose for doing these podcasts is to boost your confidence and give you clarity about how you can live a godly life each and every day, enjoying God's grace in its richness and fullness. Two episodes ago, I began a journey through the letter to the Colossians. In this episode, we'll think about verses 15 through 20 from chapter 1, and it's the most amazing description of Jesus you'll ever hear. Now, it's easy to listen to a grandiose description like this one and wonder, what in the world do I do with it? Didn't God give us this picture of His Son so we will love and appreciate Him even more? Could it be that thinking more of Him and less of yourself, you will actually enjoy kingdom living much, much more? So soak in these holy words and allow them to enter into your heart and head so you can recall them when you slip back into the human tendency of self-absorption. <laughs> Think about it. How much time do you spend thinking about your wants and your needs and your desires and your problems and your challenges and on and on and on? Yeah, me too. How much more joy might we experience if we spend more time thinking about Jesus and looking for the specific ways he pours out his grace on us every day. Now listen to who Jesus Christ is from Colossians 1, verses 15 through 20. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, All things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and by Him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that He might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him, and through Him to reconcile everything to Himself by making peace through the blood of his cross, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Can I get a witness? <laughs> well, notice how the passage describes who Jesus is rather than what he did. Remember, your faith is in who Jesus is, the Lord, the Son of God. Your salvation, that you belong to his kingdom, was made possible by what he did. Now, try to jettison other thoughts and think about the one in whom you have placed your faith and entrusted your life and your eternity. He is the invisible God made visible. God revealed a lot about himself in the Old Testament, but he is seen in ultra-vivid HD clarity in Jesus Christ in the New Testament. Everything we could not comprehend about God in the Old Testament is now made clear to us in the man, Jesus Christ. That's why Hebrews Chapter 1, verse 3 declares, The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of His nature. Now, in this description of Jesus, the word firstborn is used a couple of times. And it means that Jesus holds the place of highest honor and dignity, not that He was the first person actually born. Jesus has always existed, and because He created all things, He is to have first place in everything, preeminence. Your objective today is to live like Jesus is first place in everything you do. Remind yourself of that truth throughout your waking hours. 
Jesus is head over all of creation because he is the creator of all things, seen and unseen. Everything that exists was created, now check out these next words, through Jesus and for Jesus. The visible and invisible worlds weren't only created by him, they were created for him. That is why he loves you so much. You were created by him and created for him. The God of the cosmos treasures his relationship with you. His desire is that you live your life through him and for him. Living your life for God will bring you the greatest fulfillment and the most pleasure possible. This is what Jesus meant when he said that he came to give you an abundant life from John chapter 10, verse 10. Now, after creating Cosmos, Jesus didn't kick back in his lazy Lord chair to watch the show. He is constantly sustaining his creation. Verse 17 says he holds it all together. That's why nations haven't nuked each other into oblivion. A giant meteor hasn't crashed into the planet Earth because Jesus is keeping all of the galaxies in order, not Will Smith. He is controlling every planet's orbit and rotation. Check this out. He orders the orbits of each planet and every proton. There goes your head. He is in absolute control, even though evil seems to run rampant throughout our world. But evil's influence is only to the degree that Jesus allows. You see, the domain of darkness is on a leash that is firmly held by Christ, so you don't have to be afraid of Satan and his demonic forces. They are very, very real, but they are under Jesus' absolute authority. So you don't have to worry if some rogue nation is going to launch a nuclear missile, if there will be another school shooting today, or a terrorist attack tomorrow. Don't be afraid. Jesus is in firm control of both worlds. When news stories make you fearful or anxious or depressed, remind yourself of this passage. Go back and read it. Yes, Terrible, awful things happen every day. But the Lord Jesus Christ is in absolute control. Our world is broken beyond repair, which is why he's not going to fix this world. He's going to create a new world where he will right every wrong when he returns. When you can't understand why he would allow such awful things to happen to in our world or to you personally, remember that his ways are infinitely higher than your ways. You are completely incapable of understanding all that Jesus is doing and why he permits certain evil to happen. But what about your life? Is Jesus really in full control of your world too? Yes, absolutely stinking yes. It doesn't feel like it sometimes. We all experience that. But you must believe that Jesus is exactly who this passage says he is, the head of his church, which means He is the head of every person who belongs to him. Jesus' resurrection began an entirely new age that was foretold in the Old Testament and will come to complete fruition when he returns. Until that day, Jesus is holding everything together, the lives of every one of his followers and the world too. Even though it may feel like things are falling apart and all hell is breaking loose, he is holding it all together for his purposes. And that's the key. It's his purposes. So the fullness of God, of course, dwells in Jesus. Through the blood of his cross, he reconciled you to his Father. 
you now have peace with God through your faith in His Son. He is preeminent in everything. You are a new creation in Christ because He has made you to be His very own and He is holding your life together by His limitless power. As you think more and more about who Jesus is, it will become easier for you to give Him first place in every area of your life and it will help you in talking to others to explain the exclusivity, why Jesus is the only way and He is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is none other. There's no other way to the Father. Your rebellious choices that were opposed to God were reconciled by God Himself. Since you chose to sin against Him, and so did I, and every other human being that's existed, He was the only one who could bring forgiveness. Think about that today and tonight. Each time you have a jealous urge, an angry thought, whenever you struggle forgiving someone, and when your me monster shows up, confess those self-centered acts and rest in the fact of who Jesus is, God the Son, your Savior, and your Lord. Now, in wrapping up, let me encourage you to do a couple of things. First, continue using the prayer from verses 9 through 12, where you're asking the Father to fill you with the understanding of His will and strengthening you with His power. Do it during your devotion times, your times when you're quiet and alone with God, or driving in your car and turning the radio off, thinking about Him, and also as a flare prayer in the heat of the moment. And then secondly, look for ways that you can recognize Jesus' control over your life's circumstances. How is he exercising his dominion and his supremacy in your life, in the news locally and globally? And think about his power. Now, until next time, may his grace be lavished on you. And hope you join me for episode 25.